0: Hello, beautiful. I'm your host, Samantha Roberto, and I want to thank you for joining this conversation. We are a space of women supporting women, and each week we feature an empowered woman's vulnerable story because we believe it's important to have these conversations so that we can all learn and grow from one another. So if you're new to this platform, first off, I want to say welcome, and don't forget to go subscribe to get your weekly dose of inspiration. So, today we have a powerful episode for you. But before we get into that, I just want to check in and see how you are doing. How have the past couple weeks been going for you? Um, I mean, for me, I find it's been sort of a roller coaster of emotions, to be completely honest. Some days I'm energized and I wake up fully on and I feel creative and I'm like, let's do this. And then other days, all of a sudden it'll just be like, I'll be going through my day and I'll just get hit with this like lethargic fatigue. And I'm like, I just need a nap. (laughs) I just, I just need a nap. So I honor that. I stop what I'm doing. I go get comfy on my couch and I just give myself that little bit of a break. And I think it's just so important during this time to tune into your own bodies, tune into your own situation and just really ask yourself, like, what is it that you need? Because there is a lot going on in our world, a lot. And on a physical level, like we are constantly taking the energy in, even if we're not aware of it. And I just think it's so important to honor your body and give your body that space to do whatever it needs to do i mean it's something that i had learned deeply in my vipassana i've done a few vipassana courses which is the 10 day silent meditation where you meditate for almost 11 hours each day there is no reading no writing no eye contact no speaking no tvs no cell phones it is strictly meditation it is strictly going you know into your internal world And as you do and you get quieter and quieter and quieter from the exterior distraction, you can get to more subtle places within your bodies. And it's like layer by layer by layer, the deeper stuff that your body has been holding on to for, you know, months, weeks, years Starts to come from deep within you and sort of rise to the the surface and come out through sensations. Anyways, that is a different topic. If you are curious about Vipassana, though, go check out episode five because I did a whole episode dedicated to that technique and to my experience with it. It's just amazing. The point of that is listen to your body, give your body whatever it needs during this time, and really just honor how you're feeling through this moment because it is a lot. So I am currently on day 10 of my solo isolation back home in Thunder Bay, and it's really interesting watching this entire thing unfold. Um, it's just so crazy. It's so crazy. Like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, "Was that a dream? Like, is this actually happening? And then, you know, eventually I'll go, I'll check the news and I'm like, no, it's happening. Whoa, like crazy. But as crazy as it is, um, I really do believe on a deep level that there are so many beautiful gifts that are coming out of everything that's happening and all of this, you know, seemingly chaos. And this is especially why I am excited about bringing this week's guest, um, my dear friend Emily Fitz. She is A beautiful soul who is in my mastermind that I've spoken about over the past six months. I've been in this incredible all female mastermind, and um, Emily's just amazing. So, Emily is an intuitive business mentor who built the amazing brand Manifesting Junkie. You guys should definitely go check it out. Check her out on Instagram. She's just such a positive light. And she is here today to share her personal experience of testing positive for COVID-19. So she has tested positive for this coronavirus and I thought it would be impactful and supportive to bring her on this platform to share her personal experience of sort of being on that side of the fence. Like I feel like there is the entire world is on lockdown and there is this fear of this invisible enemy, the virus, and it can be a very scary thing, right? Like the, 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 the thoughts and the being consumed with the what ifs and what if I get it and what if this, it's, it's just like it can be all consuming. So when I found out Emily had it, I was just like completely shocked because this goes back maybe a couple of weeks ago. I was like, wow, what really not shocked me, but was like really gave some perspective was her reaction to testing positive with the coronavirus. And I just felt like it was such an empowering stance. And it was, you know, made me feel a lot more ease amongst all of like the tension and the anxiety and the fear that was out there. So I wanted to bring her on to share this with you guys to offer this, you know, bit of information directly from like the horse's mouth of somebody who has it. And hopefully it you know, helps you too with whatever it is that you are personally dealing with and whatever it is that's personally coming up for you around this situation. So that said, um, I do want to acknowledge this is a serious situation around the world with the pandemic and there have been tens of thousands of people who have lost their lives and there are probably going to be more I recommend every single listener listen to their local authorities' instructions in practicing social distancing, proper hygiene. You know, when you wash your hands, do it to the birthday song. And it's important to take the situation as serious as possible because at the end of the day, doing so can help save lives. And I think it's important to remember that every infection and every case is unique and individual. And each experience is going to be different from one person to another. And so it's important to remember through this episode that this is her individual experience. And I'm personally grateful that she was open to coming on and sharing it with all of us. So, I mean, even all of us in quarantine, even though I haven't contracted the virus, you know, I'm having my own individual experience being solo here. And as you are having your own individual experience, it's like this entire thing is bringing up a lot for all of us. And I think it's important to acknowledge that and respect that. And, you know, I'm just personally grateful that Emily was open to coming on here to share her perspective and her story with all of you. Lastly, before we get into the episode, if you find that this perspective and her story could help the people around you, go ahead and share it, share it with your family, share it with your loved ones and your friends or on your Facebook, on your Instagram, all the places. I mean, I think it's so important to be mindful of the content that we are consuming, but it is also equally as important to be, take personal responsibility for the content that we're sharing. So if you find that this could help somebody, go ahead and press that share button because you don't know where this message could land. So on this note, let's get to our conversation. You know, the entire world is watching. The entire world's attention is on the coronavirus and what's going on. And it's drastically changed our lives. And it's sort of this, like, there's so much fear around looking and thinking, like, where is it going to go? When is it going to come? Is it going to happen to me? So to have you on the other side of that and to bring your perspective to us into this platform is huge. So, first off, before we kind of dive into that journey, uh, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? And what was life like before? you tested
1: positive for the coronavirus for, for all of you that don't know, I met Samantha through a really powerful, beautiful female, all female mastermind, um, that we've been in for the last six months, which has been really incredible. And the female relationships and the divine feminine community that's been cultivated through that is still in my eyes is still being birthed in like magical ways. We didn't have, you know, we didn't connect early on, uh, This has been a continuation of just really cultivating these these female friendships and relationships. And I stepped into that container having built a coaching business online all around manifestation, all around some deeper mindset work. And through working with other coaches and women who were wanting to really grow their own service-based business or their own coaching business, I stepped into what feels like my truest calling, which is helping women, brand new coaches, launch their own online businesses, launch their own coaching coaching platforms, and what it is that they're meant to show up and serve in the world. So it's, you know, we were having a little bit of a conversation about this, but it's like, now more than ever, we need the light workers and the light leaders to come out powerfully, especially in the online space, given everything that's shifting in this unprecedented time, but we need so many individuals and, in my eyes, women to really step into the truth of who they are, remember the truth of who they are deeply. Yeah. The, before the coronavirus, I actually got my start in life just doing musical theater and doing acting. And I actually, I had a, it was, I guess it was about a year and a half ago. Maybe almost two years ago, I had an accident and I fell and I tore my shoulder. I broke my elbow. What I realized is it was the universe's way of saying, slow down because we're trying to get a message to you.
0: I've had a few girlfriends who the same thing has happened. And it's always turned out that when something seemingly bad happens, it's like when you slow it down and you look at the lessons within, say, that accident, it's like it was no accident at all. I was, you know, I was going in a direction that wasn't necessarily right. And I needed to slow down and I wasn't going to stop unless something like this was going to happen.
1: A hundred percent. And, and that's exactly, that's literally exactly what happened. And the the message I got was there's another path for you. There's another calling for you. And we're trying to wake you up and remind you of who you came on this planet to be and who, what you came to do and to fulfill And we haven't been able to get through to you. So sorry for the torn shoulder and elbow, but, you know, that was, that was, that was what we had to do to get through. And, and that led me down the path of, of coaching and, and doing what I do now and how we came in contact with each other.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you think that this sort of example can parallel to the universe waking everybody up, like what's happening with coronavirus, do you think there's a parallel in like that example that you just said, like it's saying slow down, we're trying to get you to stop? What do you think about that comparison?
1: Yes, my head is like going up and down vigorously. The entire world is a mirror everything in life is a mirror I mirror to you you mirror back to me all of the parts of myself that I love and admire and all of the parts of myself that haven't yet been confronted or healed and the same goes for the entire collective consciousness of the planet and I think that's a beautiful thread of connection that you just made of slow down you know it doesn't look like a torn shoulder and an elbow but but for for our world and our earth right now it looks like a pandemic it looks like being quarantined and being you know having to really stop in our tracks so that we can shift the paradigm of our existence because i refuse and i you know i refuse to go back to the way that we were before and we're really having to face and i think that's why there's a lot of fear right now is because there's a lot of uncertainty mm-hmm. and when there's uncertainty the the ego, right? The ego mind goes into that fight, flight, or freeze response. And right now the collective consciousness is in a little bit of that fight, flight, or freeze response. But what Mm -hmm. that's doing and what's so beautiful about that is that it's serving those of us that are really, you know, those of us that are really awake to our calling Mm -hmm. currently to show up and shift that conversation, shift that consciousness on the planet it's really asking us to look at all of the things that are no longer in service of us and our highest good, and the highest good of all involved, meaning every single one of you. Mm-hmm.
0: And a beautiful thing with this is that we are all in this together. Like, never mind borders, never mind gender, color of your skin. As humanity, this is bringing us all together as one.
1: A, a dear friend of mine actually made a fa- he did like a Facebook post or something, and he said, "If the entire world." can experience one shift at one time that gives me hope that we can experience another shift altogether, a shift of love and light and consciousness. So right now we're experiencing this entire shift, but the entire world is, is experiencing it at all at the same time. Yes, it's fear right now, But for for those of us that have walked this path, we also understand that we have to face our fear in order to wake up Mm -hmm. to the light, to Mm -hmm. love, to who we truly are deeply in ourselves. And we have to face all of those parts of ourselves that we're not we're not ready to look at or that haven't yet been healed and we're being given such a beautiful opportunity and thank you for connecting the dots in that way we're being given such a beautiful opportunity to really face that right now what i've
0: heard and what i believe is that fear and excitement is actually like sort of the same energy just sort of looked at you know from a different lens and having you on this platform to be able to share your perspective and your your personal hands-on experience of being you know one at this point one of the 700,000 people cases known and for you to show up with this excitement you know for all of us or anybody who is having that fear it's like wait a second let's reframe the way that we're looking at this like what is actually happening and what can we do as an individual to turn up our lights to tune into our feminine to look at our lives and think you know what Habits and ways of living don't serve me and just essentially show up as a more awakened being,
1: yeah, absolutely, and that's why i that's why I created the post that I did on instagram um the post that I created it, I said i you know I tested positive for covid nineteen and I feel more expansive than ever now that triggered quite a few people, both positively and negatively. Mm-hmm. there were some people that were still in there you know, fear story and in their fear spiral and saw that as a dig at everybody else who maybe has contracted the virus or hasn't survived from contracting the virus.
0: And we'll bring that back to the mirror because you mentioned everything is a reflection, everything is a mirror. So Emily would have posted this and whatever anybody feels is just a reflection to their own stuff. So this is a really good, you know, grounded, practical example of how the mirror thing is true
1: what's beautiful about that is for her you know maybe the comment was expansive you know she couldn't understand the expansiveness and maybe that mirrored back to her all of the ways that she hasn't really stepped into her own power her own light to feel expansive for others it was a calming message it was a it was a fresh perspective on how someone can contract the virus and and feel emotionally charged in a powerful way, in a way that's like, this is not going to defeat me in any way. This is, this is actually creating more focus. This is creating more relentlessness, more inspiration, more creativity, more bold inspired action in my life and in my business and and waking me up to remind me and it's another reminder of what I'm here to do and who I'm here to help and support. And um you know, I think it's important that we talk about a little bit about um we can come back to that, but just the the backlash from posting something like that and coming out and speaking your authentic truth um you know especially online when all of the eyes like you had said are online right now it can create quite a bit of backlash in terms of um comments or direct messages or all of those things because again it's triggering people's deeper fears mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. deeply rooted uncertainties mm-hmm. which is being perpetuated by society the news You know, all of that stuff is all of these deeper fears are being perpetuated.
0: I want our listeners to even be aware and take this chance to notice. Take a second to just be aware of like how you're reacting and what wounds seem to be pressed, just even with the people around you or things that you might see online and um, take a second to take that personal responsibility back to yourself.
1: That is the mirror reflection. And uh, this is, it's actually a lot of the work that my husband and I do, which has been so transformational for our relationship, is we'll notice a trigger within us, right? Like, so like a trigger for me, just to explain, just to explain to you guys, a trigger for me is like an activation in my body. So I might feel a tension in my stomach or a tension in my throat or heaviness in my shoulders, or I'll feel a fire in my belly of like, Oh, I just want to make it about them. I want to point my finger back at them and make it all about how they did me wrong. How, how dare they comment on my post and blah, blah, blah. Right? Like all that, the, the BS stories that our mind, um, uses to keep us safe but I'll feel that trigger and that trigger is actually a breadcrumb for me to know that there is a deeper wound there that needs to be looked at and it's that awareness that frees me from that spiral that that where the mind likes to go so quickly you know we experience these usually we'll experience a flash of images you know it'll be like images from our past or fearful images of our future or we'll will feel this urge to hide or disengage or fight, you know, some of us, it's like a fight, flight, or freeze response once again,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and this is, this is not just what's happening, you know, in relationships anymore, but we're noticing this in a, in a, on a global scale. And so we can use that awareness and what, what Samantha's talking about, that awareness of, 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 when we notice those fears, those triggers, those emotions that we can bring awareness to that and go, okay, what is this? What is this trying to tell me? What is this showing me? What is this protecting me from?
0: And this is a huge opportunity for deep healing, huge opportunity for collective healing and huge opportunity for like even world healing. Like if you look at the pollution and nature and everything else, like this is actually, you know, like there's a lot of good within this
1: situation. I actually, I would love to read just so everybody has context. I'd love to read the post that I put online when I tested positive for COVID, because I think what's so important right now is for you all to just, it's that it's this perspective, right? It's being able to step forward in this perspective and know that, that this virus is, and this might be triggering for some of you as well, but this virus is happening for me. Mm -hmm. It's it's a gift for me to heal. It's a gift, not just my physical body, but my emotional, spiritual self. Mm -hmm.
0: So just to give some context to your circumstance,
1: how long ago did you test positive? It was, I'll just take it back, back to a couple of days before I got my first symptoms. So it was March 5th. I remember it was a Thursday night and I was headed to a, I was headed to a dinner, like a gala dinner with a friend of mine. And this is before the pandemic hit, it's before any of all of the new, like it was, things weren't really spiraling yet. So that was Thursday, March 5th. I woke up on Sunday. So whatever day that would have been, three three days later, four days later, and I had a heavy chest, like a heavy, like I felt like, oh, maybe I might, ha- this might turn into a cough or maybe I'm coming down with something. I felt run down and I felt like I I was getting kind of a cough or that dry chest, that heaviness it was about 12 hours later that the body aches came on and I felt that body aches and I had my heavy chest turned into a cough, um, turned into a stuffy, you know, stuffiness, a stuffy nose. Um, and, but the other thing about this is I never got a fever. Mm -hmm. You know, I never had, I never had any of the intestinal issues that a lot of people are talking about. I never had, I never had any of the common symptoms that they were pushing on the news. You're going to get this fever, you're going to get this, it's going to be this. I never had all of those common symptoms. And I think part of that, and part of the reason that we wanted to talk about this today is because I, it was almost the placebo, it was almost a placebo effect. I never allowed myself to buy into the fear and the story that I had contracted coronavirus. Now, of course, I was inside. I was quarantined. I was protecting myself and others on the chance that maybe I had had it. I was also not buying into the story that if I did have it, I was going to be down and out for months. I was gonna to have to be hospitalized. It's so easy to allow ourselves in our mind to take us to these places of total fear, total anxiety, total, you know, paralysis. And I think that part of part of the power of this, Um, And the power that we have within ourselves is the power of our mind. I mean, you just went to a Joe Dispenza workshop. I know you
0: expand on that. Your thoughts carry energy and where energy goes and your attention goes like that actually can create reality. Like we do what we think has a direct impact on reality. And it's so important, especially now to be aware of your thoughts. And like, I think a lot of people, it's like the minute they get like a little cough, a hypochondriac, is it where you think yes. like that you become a hypochondriac <laughs> where you're like, oh my God, am I feeling something? And thinking, oh my God, is it this, 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 this? And then you go down the rabbit hole. So it's so beautiful totally. that you're saying this, even when you had whatever symptoms you were like, I'm not buying into the story of being a victim.
1: Absolutely. And even, even when the fear arose, right. Even when I went, Oh, maybe I do have it. What if, what if it gets worse? What if, what if the symptoms actually get worse before they get better? You know, all of those stories, I just used that again as a tool to free myself, to face the fear and say, okay, what part of this makes me feel unsafe? What part of this is a, is is a deeper wound within me that needs healing, that needs to be sent love. Mm.
0: And there you go. The opportunity for deeper healing is within that breadcrumb.
1: Yes. Then I, just to flash forward a little bit, I was probably down and out on the couch for about five days. Completely wiped
0: out. Like how would that say, what was the worst of your symptoms? Because right now you seem to be in good energy, good order. Like what is the, the worst that you had experienced?
1: Really bad cough. Really bad body aches and total wiped out exhaustion. So body aches meaning I felt like I had a fever, but it never got above 98.9 or 98.8. Meaning when I was five days on the couch, it was like, I'm gonna eat soup and I'm just gonna lay here and watch, you know, binge watch Harry Potter <laughs> and <laughs> and just you know, take care of myself in that way. And then it was a slow progression. After about five days, it was a slow progression of getting back into work, you know, taking on a few more things. My cough lingered for about two weeks, a little over two weeks. It never got that bad. It never really got that bad. And not to say that it can't, I know they're still uncovering what this virus is and all of the details of it, but You know, there's a part of me that really, truly believes I never let it get that bad because Mm -hmm. I didn't allow myself to go there. I didn't allow myself to indulge the fearful or the fear-based stories that is so easy to buy into. So easy.
0: Totally. Especially now with being bombarded by the news, it is so much more easier under this circumstance
1: to fall into that hole. A hundred percent. It's so easy and it's, it's very, it's, it's almost seductive like the news, it's almost seductive. It's that clickbait. It's like, click here and see, you know, see that you're going to die in 48 hours or whatever, right? Like it's like WebMD, like, you know, it's seductive. It's because it's the ego being like, see proof, proof that like the world is a scary place. And unfortunately there's a lot of us that succumb to that, um, mm-hmm. fear. And that's where, that's where we hide. And that's where we step back from our community and we disengage and we feel more and more alone. And so I think the, the purpose of this post and the reason I felt a level of responsibility once I got my test and we can talk a little bit, I'm sure some of you are wondering, how did you get a test? How did all of that come to be? You know, it was just to finish that thought, like I felt a responsibility to step forward and share the, that the, first of all, that the virus never really got that bad, but for me, but also that it doesn't have to be a time to shrink, Mm -hmm. that it can actually be a time to expand. Hmm.
0: Beautiful. I remember like when I first saw it, I was just like, whoa. And it just gave me this sense of ease. It helps in a way, having you, someone who is on that side of that fence to come out and say, you know what, for you, it's, you're expanding and you're really stepping into your light more. And it's like, wow. Okay. Because prior to having that, even myself, I could feel a little bit of the contraction, but it's, it's been mm-hmm. very helpful. So I'm actually going to repost your post when we post this episode. So you all, you all are all going to see this post. Definitely yes. go check it out. I have one more question before we read the post. Do
1: you think, you know, where you might've caught it? I think it was at that dinner. It was actually luxury travel awards. It was a luxury travel awards dinner, and I believe that there were a few individuals that have had flown in from other countries, Mm -hmm. um, that we were just, you know, and, and, and it could, it could have even been, you know, people who were serving the food. Like you, you just don't know like who you contract it from, um, which is the fear and the uncertainty. Mm -hmm. Um, so I totally honor that. I do believe that it, it came from that Dinner, but also the woman that I went to that dinner with, she never got it. It might've been a week before, you know, it might've taken two weeks for the symptoms to come about. And, you know, my husband finally, after about 10 days was like, I think we should go get you tested. Cause he, he just said, I I just, he had this gut instinct. He said, I feel like you have it. And I was like, no, I don't think I have it. You know, I, I was playing that card, I guess, but he did finally take me into an urgent care facility. We had to go through, you know, all of these, levels of getting, you know, cleared by the nurse to then be cleared by the doctor on staff to then call the CDC and explain my symptoms. The CDC actually said, no, we're not going to test her because we can't verify that she was in direct contact with somebody who already contracted the virus. But Fortunately for me, the hospital where I was had some test kits and they said, your symptoms are enough for us to want to test you. So they took my husband and I in the back alley, in these tents in the back alley, right? So like the whole visuals, right? Like I can look at that and and, and you can feel the fear in mm-hmm. those tents, right? It's like these plastic chairs, six feet apart from each other, these tents, it's cold, it's outside, the nurses and doctors are covered in these, practically these hazmat suits, right? So it's like, I could either see all of that as this, and buy into circumstantial programming, meaning, wow, I see what's in front of me and I'm gonna buy into that fear. So easy to do, or I can know my truth. I can live in my truth and know that I'm a healthy, loving, light-filled being and that health and wellness is my natural state. Mm, By buying into that story, just to kind of go back to even Dr. Joe, because
0: you had mentioned that buying into that expanded thinking actually protects you because it raises your vibrations and energetically you are vibrating at a place closer to love as opposed to the fear, and that would in turn reduce maybe some symptoms, maybe maybe getting it, maybe just like it does make a difference.
1: Yes, body chills when you were talking about
0: that. You know, what I hear you've been saying is that because you've stayed in this elevated, expansive state, you feel that your symptoms weren't as bad, and it's helped you go through the process of contracting and having coronavirus in your body- but like going through it, you know, coming out energetic
1: and good and feeling expanded the way that you are. Healthier than ever. I, of course I cared for myself. I protected myself, my family protected those loved ones around me. Um, I think it was like 18 days before I actually like left the house, you know, and not to go out into the public, but like even just to take a walk or take walks or it's it's about taking the necessary precautions that are being asked of us right now. But It's also about a deeper level of self-care, you know, more than, more than bubble baths and mani pedis. It's, I think what we're really touching on here is, is that a deep love of self and a deep love of self looks like a willingness to face the fear and not let it take you down and question the mind and the thoughts and what your ego is supporting you and trying to buy into. Hmm. willing to love yourself in spite of it and give permission for the fear to exist. Like I'm not saying shove it away, hide it, put in a box and never, you know, only think positive thoughts. We have to face that fear at the deepest level so that we can really be free from it and heal it. Mm -hmm. That is self-love. That is self-love deeper than I think most of us have ever experienced. Really embracing
0: the fear, but not in a like holding on to it and like um constantly letting it loop in your head, but also like not pushing it away, like really just being there with the fear, knowing that you're okay, having different practices to keep your mindset and soul set up and being present in the now, in this
1: moment. Okay, let's read your post and then I have a couple more questions for you. So the actual picture that I posted, I said I tested positive for COVID-19. And I feel more expansive than ever. I wrote, it's true. I tested positive for COVID-19, but do you want to know what's also true? I feel more alive, expansive, creative than ever before. Why? How? Because I'm more free from the thoughts of fear and doubt and lack and scarcity than I ever was before because I've committed my life to doing the deeper work. I've committed my life to raising my energetic vibration. I've committed my life to accelerating others growth potential. And that purpose makes me feel alive. Contracting the virus is just a circumstance. One I am respecting with the utmost precaution, self-love and self-care. But I am also aware that it is just a symptom of a collective consciousness, one that I am committed to shifting. So I'll start with me. Instead of buying into the fear, I'll buy into love. I'll see all of the ways I am grateful. I will turn up the volume. I will expand my reach with this message. I will love myself deeper than I ever have and in turn give others permission to do the same. Thank God for this moment and for continually waking me up to my truth and walking me home. Love is all there is. And I remember that now more than ever before. We will become stronger on the other side.
0: Full body chills i mean i read it i saw the post and i read it but having you read it to me i'm just like whoa and especially after the conversation we just had there's so much truth love or fear the mirror like just you know like even like saying like you're responsible for yourself be aware of the the mirror that you're putting out to the world and also the reflections that other people are putting out and how you feel about it and then choose i
1: mean choose love at the end yeah. of the day, this is just coming through to me now, but it's like, in my opinion, we're all spiritual beings having a human experience and the human experience is kind of like a choose your own adventure, but at the deeper level, it's a choose fear, choose love.
0: I did an episode um, last week and that's essentially what I boiled it down to. I was like, you've got two choices, no matter the circumstance, no matter what it like, it appears to be, peel it back to just left or right love or fear and then that's it and when you so realize that cool. like, it's from that place it's just so simple then you can cho- begin to choose love more you know even when when things might feel scary when things might feel like that's okay but at the end of the day know that like it's all for a higher purpose higher power
1: Yeah. And I love that you've created this incredible platform to support so many people and really knowing that and that you're actually out in the world. This is what I'm talking about, you guys, is that Samantha's actually out in the world speaking of this and sharing this and sharing these insights. We need our light workers, our light leaders, our starseeds to come out and speak their truth, speak their knowing and shed more light and love in the world people need this now. People need this now more than ever. It's time to, it's time to let the fear go and it's time to choose the love. And what's really
0: important about this. It's not that I'm any different or you're any different from anybody else listening to this. We are all the same. It's just, you walk Mm -hmm. certain paths. I am like so grateful that I walked my path and went through my experiences and got curious about all of these things that are really coming to the surface now, where I've had time to kind of sit through it, think through it. And like, for me, it's a calling. It's like, they're like, I have no other choice than to step into this path of having this platform, sharing these stories and offering this love and light to the world because there's, there's just, there's no other way. Cause when you know, like when you are in a place of knowing and you're like, this is the truth, you have to get out there. And you're just like, I want to share it with as many other people as possible. So good. So for, for women listening or for any women, men, whoever's listening right now, it's like, how can you get curious you know like what can you do i want you to ask yourselves what can you do to start getting curious with your internal truths and and kind of be curious about like what's coming up or how you're feeling this is such a perfect time to do that.
1: Yes. And um, Samantha and I are both have worked with the, these specific exercises for the last six months, it has been taught to us by one of our coaches and mentors, Alyssa Nobriga, which was taught to her by Byron Katie. But this work of inquiring about, inquiring our thoughts, like, it's called inquiry work or the work where we actually question what our mind is trying to tell us, right? Because the mind is pure and innocent and loves us very much. It's really just trying to protect us from reliving these past hurts, these past traumas. So it creates these thought patterns and neural ne- neural pathways of going, no, don't go here. Don't face this. And the fear, the thought is usually it's not safe. I'm not safe. I'm not good enough. I'm not this enough. I'm not ready enough. And all you have to do is, first of all, bring awareness to it. And second of all, question it. Is it true? Yes or no? Is it true? Yeah.
0: And then feel and give your body the permission to feel the sensations that come up with it i think a lot of people i've spoken to um just with the fear around corona a lot of people are actually feeling in their heart space in their like lung space in their chest this pressure as well you know if they cough or if they have this like oh my god there's this fear like oh, what if i have corona but i mean that chances are that's just the anxiety and it's the fear of of it that's causing totally. that so it's like even if you're if you're one of those people that are experiencing that. Take this moment to maybe put your hands on your chest, close your eyes and just breathe love into that space and know that mm-hmm. it's okay to feel
1: that anxiety but that you are safe. Yes. Yes. So accurate. So I mean it's so beautiful that you share that and and there was one other Thing that I wanted to share with everybody around this whole collective consciousness, this mirroring, because it feels like that's really the common thread of this entire conversation. Um, but this mirroring of when when Sam was saying, like, I'm no better than you and you're no better than me and, and nor is Emily. And, and, you know, there's a prayer, an ancient prayer. Um, I believe it was by Yogi Bhajan from Kundalini. He, he's the man who brought Kundalini to the West. I know there's a lot of controversy around him right now, but that's not the point of me sharing this. The point of me sharing this is this prayer you can use whenever you need. And it's really beautiful as a reminder to connect you to each individual that you're in front of, to realize that we are all connected. We are all this oneness, this one consciousness birthed from the same energy. And it's so easy to buy into the separation, especially with social distancing right now. Separation feels so, it's so tangible. It's tangible now more than ever. And so what's really powerful and beautiful about this prayer is it's a reminder, it's a remembrance that we are all connected And that we are all beautiful mirror images of each other. And so I just want to share it with everybody here so that you have it. But the prayer is, I am you and you are me. And I pray for you to have everything I want for myself. Bless you. One more time. I am you and you are me. I pray for you to have everything I want for myself. Bless you. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's a powerful one. I I actually, the first time I ever used that prayer, I was, we're dear friends now, but I was highly triggered by a woman I used to work with and I stood right in front of her. She had no idea what I was doing. And in my head, I recited this prayer and I just beamed her so much love from my heart because I knew that while I was triggered by her, while she frustrated the heck out of me, I also knew that she was reflecting back to me parts of myself that I wasn't fully accepting and loving. So I silently in my head, I beamed her this love and I s- repeated this prayer in my mind. She was kind of looking at me like, what is this crazy woman doing? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I kid you not, two hours later, two hours the entire energy between us had shifted. Mm. There was no more animosity. There was no more competition. There was no more fear or frustration or anger or resentment. There was just love. And one thing that I
0: think is important to highlight there is the closer you get to that feeling and vibration of love, the shorter the time and space with actually seeing the results of it in 3D, like, regular, tangible, like, world. So, like, if you can get to a place where you are vibrating so much love and you are sending so much love and you are just tuned in and tapped into that frequency – And then connect to a person or a thought or a thing like this ties into manifestation, which is your specialty. Yes. Yes.
1: So good. And that's really what it is. It's like, it's kind of quantum leaping, if you will. And it's this idea that exactly what Sam was saying. It's like what, where our attention, you know, goes, energy flows. And if I am focused on fear and lack, I create more fear and lack. If I'm focused on love and expansion, I create more love and expansion. So just to share with, with each of you, you know, prior to, well, actually it was right in the middle of this pandemic and I was also not feeling my best, right? I wasn't feeling super healthy and I, I didn't know I had the virus, but at the time I did, and I was really fearful for my business. I thought in my, my, my ego was sharing with me thoughts and ideas that I would never be able to create a new client during this pandemic. So having the tools that I did, I used this Byron Katie work to question what my mind was trying to serve me with. And I I questioned it. I said, is it true? Is it true that I'll never be able to sign a new client during this coronavirus? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's true. So then I asked myself the second question. Can I absolutely know that it's true? No, I can't absolutely know that I'll never be able to sign a new client during the coronavirus. And after doing what Samantha had said about feeling it in your body and all of the sensations and. I was able to then ask myself after really looking at it, looking at the fear, looking at the anxiety around it, I was able to ask myself, well, who would I be without that thought? If I could never think that thought ever again, who would I be? I'd be expansive. I'd be relentless in my pursuit. I'd be more creative. I'd be more focused. I'd be more driven by service and being able to experience Who I would be without that thought gave me the inspiration actually to write that post before I signed a new client, before I created more income and impact in my business before any of that had actually appeared in my physical 3D reality, exactly like what she was talking about, I was manifesting it Mm -hmm. because I was believing it to be true, but not because I was thinking positive thoughts and just repeating affirmations. It's because I faced the fear-based thoughts and patterns that were in my mind so I could clear them so that I could be free from them and show up more powerfully in my life and in my business than ever before.
0: And then as you did, the clients came in, you just sold out a program or you're, you know, like you've got so much that came from it. And had you not questioned that, and had you not done that deeper inner work, it'd be like, you know, like I said, left or right, it would have been more of a fear, like, you know, that way. So I mean, this is really, I think, what's important for the listeners is to be mindful of the choice that they're making, be mindful of the reflection they're putting out in the world, and be mindful of the reflections kind of coming back to be aware of and protect your energy during this time.
1: Yeah, it's so important to protect your energy and 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 that deeper level of self care.
0: Do you have moments where you're like, I can't believe I have coronavirus?
1: There were a few moments actually. And it was there was almost a level of grief that I had to face. Um, that was like, is life ever gonna be the same? Right. Cause there's that uncertainty piece again. Is life ever going to be the same? And even now walking through, it's like, I came out because I, it sounds so silly. I came out and said I had coronavirus on social media, but it's like, it in, the, in that same moment, I knew that it was my responsibility to share the lightness in that, the lightness in terms of my choice to live in the light and to live in love. But there's a little bit right now, I think just as we're moving through this and we're not sure how long the virus lasts and all of these things, I'm also experiencing a collective community lashback of shame, right? Like a shame spiral. It's like, oh, you came out, that you had coronavirus. There's a little bit of like, there's an mm. ease or a seductiveness for me to now buy into this whole idea that like, oh, it's shameful that I have coronavirus, that I contracted the virus. And I, I only know maybe I could count on one hand. The amount of people in my circle that have contracted it so you know we're we're moving through an unprecedented time right now and it's it's so important what you were going back to in terms of keeping your your mindset right or your energy high your energetic vibration high meditation being the number one most important thing that i can recommend any single one of you to do five minutes is all you need five ten minutes just to it's it's about filling your cup you know, especially now as we're stepping forward and we're online more and we're more present in in that space, it can be really draining and we need to take care of ourselves first and foremost. So meditation would be my number one recommendation. Might sound really silly, but one dance party every day. Put on your favorite pop song.
0: I am all for impromptu dance parties. Moving your body, right? And especially when we are in, you know quarantine or social distancing and just in our house, it's like, how can you move your body in a creative way? And dancing is therapy. It's
1: healing. It really is, especially, and this is coming from someone that hates, hates to work out, <laughs> hates it. <laughs> so I, you know, I just like to jump up and down and dance and, and you'll notice, like you'll notice immediately the raise in your energy and the raise in your vibration or the rising in your vibration. And that is from that place, we can create expansion, we can create creativity, we can create clients, we can create successful businesses because we are, we've dropped all resistance. We've dropped all fear and we're living in this high level. You know, my arms are like above my head right now, but we're like Mm -hmm. living this high level vibration, which supports us in receiving all of the insights and messages. That's like, go here, contact this person, call this, do this, because that is Again, like those are breadcrumbs to our success, to Mm -hmm. our abundance.
0: This is a really, really, really good opportunity to tune in and tap into the intuition. So what you're saying is like, go here, do that, call this person. It's like we all have this little voice within us that is constantly trying to talk to us. But so often we're sort of busy and caught up in... everyday of things whereas now it's like if you can get internal if you can move your body if you can meditate if you can start to inquire and question and get curious about what's going on on the inside all of a sudden you might find and i would bet a lot of money that you will find you will just connect to this little voice within and however that looks, whether it's like you hear something, you feel something, you just get like a sense that you need to like call someone. Once you tap into that and you realize that that is there, it's like you you kind of can't go back because it's, it's just so cool. Totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like your, it's like your spiritual GPS.
0: It is trying to talk to you guys because the universe has given us this gift of the space to tune in, to get internal, to be a part of this collective shift. So tune into your spiritual GPS.
1: I like that. And I think that that's such a beautiful full circle moment um, because I wasn't tuning into my spiritual GPS when I had that accident that we talked about at the beginning of the episode. When I fell and had that accident, I was almost, it was, I was on like low power mode and I wasn't tuning into that and spirit source goddess, you know, angels, guides, whatever you believe in couldn't get through to me to redirect my path. Mm
0: -hmm. And then looking back, the worst experiences of my life, like as hard as they were to go through, you always get through them and there's the best life lessons in it. And then after a period of like grace, there's a grace period. And then you get to a point where you look back and you're actually grateful for that experience and for everything that it taught you. When you had that accident, as much as it hurt and it felt like very physically you had to go through the healing and this and that, and then you realize, okay, I was supposed to slow down. Now you probably look back and you're like, wow, I'm so grateful that 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 happened.
1: Yes, and something that also came through for me right now to to share is where gratitude exists, fear cannot. Mm. Where gratitude exists, fear cannot. And to be honest, you know, even with what you're saying, th- I have gratitude for every single moment, even in the midst of a shitstorm. excuse my language. I have gratitude for it because it is showing me all of the ways that I still need to heal, all of the places that I still need to get free. And I, I say, I say, you know, I use this analogy, but it's like, God, you know, whatever universe is serving me up another piece of shit pie (laughs) and I'm going to keep eating it until I have faced whatever it is that I need to face Mm -hmm. because every single moment, every single uncomfortable moment, every trigger, every fear, every doubt, it's It's all here to serve us Mm -hmm. in remembering the truth of who we are, which is love at the purest form. Mm -hmm.
0: Spiritual being having a human experience. And in that human experience, you're going to get the roller coaster of experiences and emotions and everything that comes (laughs) through it, right? No matter how chaotic it may appear, it's all going to be. It's all okay. It's not going to be okay. It's
1: actually all okay in this moment when it seems to not be. Yeah. Yeah. So when I said in my post, thank God that I got the coronavirus, I really meant, thank God, Mm -hmm. thank God, because it really served me in deeply understanding myself and how I, how I operate, how I operate in my daily life, how, how much deeper I needed to go with my own self-care and practices. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Mm -hmm. And it also created focus and determination and a relentlessness in my business. My business is more, you know, more successful than it's ever been in the last six months. And it it, like I've probably made more in the last two weeks of having the coronavirus and not because I'm promoting having the coronavirus, but because I'm actually out in the world serving people, leading with service and being relentless and creative in my pursuit. It's beautiful. So do you,
0: have you been clear? Do you still have the coronavirus? How does that look like? So you've had it for
1: three weeks now ish. Yeah, I would say, I'd say I probably had it. Yeah. Three and a half weeks, almost four weeks. But, um, the, so what the doctors shared with me is that typically you only need to be quarantined. Um, you only need to continue quarantine for 3 days after you are you experience your first day of being symptom free. So, I've been it's been about 5 days now that I've been completely symptom free. Mm-hmm. Um no coughs, no sneezing, no stuffy nose, no body aches, no fever, nothing. Zero symptoms. Um they say from your first symptom free day, it's 3 days after that that you continue quarantine and then you're clear. Now I live in LA, we're on total quarantine and lockdown you know, for everybody, whether you have the virus or not. So there's really nowhere to go. Um, But yeah, according to medical professionals, I am totally free and clear from the virus. So do you get tested again? Or is it just after your symptoms go? Like, how does that process look? I'm
0: sure people are, I mean, people are curious.
1: Yeah. To be, to be perfectly honest, I'm not certain. Um, You know, my husband and I both got tested and surprisingly enough, he, he didn't test positive. Wow. And we were making out, living in the same house, <laughs> and he didn't test positive. So either he has an incredible immune system or he'd already contracted it months ago. Mm. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know. So what's interesting is when he called to have a retest, he said maybe it was a false negative. You know, in the medical professional world, they, they call it a false negative. They refused to test him. And I think part of that is because there just aren't enough tests still. And I know that they're coming up with some blood tests, finger pricks, that kind of stuff. Um, So I'm not sure if they will retest those that tested positive again. I'm kind of waiting to see. But, um, you know, according to the conversation with my doctor, you know, it was, you know, as long as it's been three days of no symptoms, you're, you know, according to the CDC, you're free and clear
0: wow interesting um you know it's one thing it's the panic that can come with it so it's like it's like the the virus itself but then it's the fear that causes the panic too right and it's that panic that personally I'm scared of it's the panic that is like could be more dangerous it could be more dangerous than the virus you know so um it's just interesting to see um we still encourage social distancing and still be responsible this is your personal
1: experience yes. and you can speak because you yes. you've got it right so it's good that you can share this like like i said before you know it's like i'm following all the protocol um which is so important to do but i'm also not i'm also choosing not to buy into the panic or the fear or the hysteria which as we've all faced and uncovered is It can be really easy to do that. Hopefully hopefully this has supported you in even just a couple of tools of how to really start to shift that for yourself if you are experiencing that fear or that uncertainty or anxiety. And I think also what's really important for us to share with you is it's also okay If you are experiencing that and to give yourself full permission and to give the fear and the anxiety and the panic and the uncertainty, full permission to exist, because it's when we try to ignore it or shove it down, which we all do with so many things, that's when we get stuck with it. But if we can love it, if we can send it love and bring awareness to it and recognize that it exists within us, suddenly we create total freedom from it Mm -hmm. without even having to do all of these you know, spiritual tools or modalities or or deep inner work. Sometimes awareness is just enough. Mm,
0: awareness is really everything. On this note, my dear, thank you so much for taking this time to, to share your story here. It's been so valuable and such a refreshing perspective with everything that's going on. Where
1: can anybody find you if they wanted to reach out or follow you or I'm always over on my Instagram. You can find me at manifesting underscore junkie j-u-n-k-i-e so definitely send me a dm let me know you watched the episode let's connect i love voice noting back and forth you know i'm really accessible you guys like i'm here to lead and to and to love and to support and serve um so if you have questions about this or you are Um, nervous about you having symptoms yourself. I actually did an EFT, so emotional freedom technique tapping video a couple of days ago called Tapping Through the Fear. You can definitely check that out. That's on IGTV. Really, really powerful practice for just shifting the uncertainty, the anxiety, the negative energy that you may be experiencing around this circumstance.
0: And I think it's important to, if you have tuned in, if you have listened to this entire episode, you know, screenshot it, tag both of us and share this episode. Let's get this message out there because for every single person who can tune in, can hear this message of love, it will make a difference. So let us know what you think, we both love to hear from you. And again, thank you so much yeah. for doing this.
1: Thank you so much for having me. You have such a beautiful community and platform. All right,
0: there you have it. What did you guys think? Isn't Emily just a powerhouse? I mean, I just first off want to acknowledge her for her strength and her vulnerability and coming on here and sharing so openly about something that, you know, is such a hot topic right now with everything happening in the world. Um, I'm so happy that she is a mild case and that she's feeling well and feeling healthy. And, you know, we just wish her the best moving forward. If you guys want to find Emily, all of her contact information is going to be in the show notes. As she said, she is open to you guys reaching out to her. Don't hesitate. And I think there's something to be said about mindset, uh, that we learned through her example, the power of mindset and protecting your energy. So I hope that this episode has inspired you to be more aware of that and really take that part of it serious. Because at the end of the day, this is a very serious situation. And at this point, there are about 950,000 known cases Tens of thousands of people have passed away and lost their lives, and those numbers are very likely going to be going up. So, you know, I want to take a minute just to acknowledge all of the people on the front line of this, the doctors, the nurses, the paramedics, the staff at the hospitals, the people working at grocery stores and gas stations and trucking companies to get food around, like everybody who is pulling their part to make it so that we can all be as safe as possible thank you thank you thank you and for everyone else let's all do our parts let's listen to our local authorities social distance wash your hands and let's all stay safe so on that note next week we have another empowered woman sharing her vulnerable story so if you haven't already go subscribe to make sure you don't miss out and again feel free to share this episode if you found it valuable share it within your social network because you don't know who else needs to hear this message so until next week keep being you be beautiful